Uh, we've got to get to our next guest, though. This is the head-on show. Oh, this, this is great, especially in an Olympic year. I cannot believe we've got the privilege of this. Uh, we are now speaking to the CEO of Athletics Australia. And that, we go to the top. We go to the very top. And that's Peter Bromley, and he joins us. G'day, Pete. Good evening, boys. Welcome. And as I said before, you're all looking very flash tonight, so proud to be on the show with you. Stop it, mate. <laughs> I blush. I blush. Um, now, a very exciting uh, year ahead of us. Uh, but first of all, let's uh, let's start with tomorrow night's big mate meeting um, here in Melbourne, the Maury Plant uh, event. Um, I mean, it's going to be huge, and it's always good fun with, with this. Um, but can you just explain uh, what it means and what it's about? Yeah, so the Murray Plant meet, um, this is the second year we've had it. It's what they call a gold meet. It's uh, sanctioned by World Athletics in Oceania. It's only the second time we've ever had a gold meet in Oceania, um, and that's across the, the, the that's across New Zealand and the Pacific country. So to do that is, is fantastic. As I said, what it does, uh, a gold meet gives our athletes the opportunity for extra ranking points when they've been considered for the Olympic Games selection. So there's two ways you can make the Olympic Games. One is on your the distance you jump, run or throw um, and the time. Um, alternatively, you can also make it on, on, a, on the ranking points you get over a number of four or five events over the course of the year because um, ultimately only three athletes from every country can make, make the Olympics and uh, therefore it gives athletes that may not be the fastest but they might have, say, 10, 10 Kenyans that can run the 10,000 metres but only three can go. So therefore, it gives us the opportunity and our athletes the opportunity to actually qualify through ranking points, not just simply by placings and, and times. Peter, it's was here. What can we sort of expect? Uh, how, how's the event going to be run, and when's the uh, and where and, and the times of the uh, the key events? So it's here in Melbourne. It's Albert Park here, right in right in right, in, right here again, right at Albert Park Sports Centre. There, you can get tickets at Ticketek. But yeah, in fact, you can get tickets on the day when you turn up. So we won't ever turn anybody away. Uh, the main event starts at seven, but events start from six. The gates open at five. So again, like last year, there was quite a queue. So I suggest people get there early. There's some really good opportunities. We've got, um, for for example, the women's hundred metres. Uh, Tori Lewis is our new sensation here in Australia in terms of her recent uh, uh, success in breaking the 100 metres record. She's competing against the New Zealander Zoe Hobbs who's represented New Zealand at the Commonwealth and Olympic Games and World Championships. So again, really good opportunity there. Um, you've got Rowan Browning, our 100 metre champion, uh, competing in the West 100 and 200 metres. And then one of the really, I think, great races will be the men's mile, the John Landy mile. As we all know, John Landy, and he was also a governor here of in Victoria, we've got Jake Whiteman, the, the former um, world champion in 2022, uh, out here challenging uh, our, our Stewie McSween. But also we've got a couple of young guns in the in, in the race: Cameron Myers and Peyton Craig. They're both under 20s, and they're. Uh, Cameron's broken the under 20 1500 meter record, and Peyton Craig just recently broke down the under 24 800 meter record. So I reckon these two young guys, Cameron and Peyton, might even give the older guys a bit of a shake if they have even a slight bad day. But look, there's a lot of opportunity. I mean, uh, the fields are stacked. You've got the 100 meters hurdles. You've got the um, the women's 800 meters is going to be fantastic. We've got Cat visit against Abby Corwell. So, again, lots of opportunity and lots of good racing and lots of internationals there as well. So, I think 
uh, people come down and watch the meet, you'll see some great, great track and field. Well, we will, and it, and it obviously been an Olympic year, and as it's qualifying for the Olympics as well, this event. I mean, is this a sort of a golden sort of era for Australian athletics, um, considering the talent that uh, we are on display tomorrow night? Yeah, look, we, we, I think we've really turned the corner, and I call it a resurgence in athletics here in Australia. Now we. Last year at the um, World Championships in Budapest, we won six six medals, and that's the best result for fifty years. Yeah. And I think that's 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 incredible. And uh, and again, so I think what we're seeing is that we've got a, a lot more comp, we have a lot more skill in our coaching, and our, our coaches are doing a fabulous job with our with our young athletes. We've got a great system in place with the high performance structures that give our young athletes uh, the opportunity, both in terms of on and off the field, to make sure that they're right and prepared for these major events. And then, when they step on the track, they have an air of confidence now that they're they're right rightful places on the track at some of these international events and so therefore their confidence is high and in fact they deliver on the on the day so it's kind of been a, a, a building up of these things i think even COVID, in some respects helped because they had to stay home and train at home they had five years to prepare for tokyo and that actually gave them more opportunity so it gave them that sort of little bit of uh, a bump and since then they've really taken that and you've, you've seen the lift we did really well in the commonwealth games in 2021 um and and again we so 22 I should say, um, and again we've seen some really good opportunities there, and then it's built from there. And uh, yeah, we're hopeful that uh, come Paris, both at, at the Olympics and the Paralympics, that we'll see some pretty astounding results. But it, again, it's again what happens on that particular day and event. And just to clarify for me, tomorrow there is the opportunity if you run a certain time that you have qualified for the Olympics. Is that correct? Of course, yeah. yes. So again, if you so if, if you um, yeah you, running running that time tomorrow helps you get on get on the plane. So one of the things the criteria for selection is uh, our national championships are in Adelaide starting on the eleventh of April. So if you've got the Olympic qualifier, either as a, as a an athlete on the on the track or on the field, in whatever event you might be, you turn up to the national championships and you win the national championships. That's an automatic qualifier. Mm. And so that's that's the best way to put it away, and then uh, there's still two other spots available uh, for the other athletes, and uh, selection criteria and, and qualifying goes through to the end of uh, to early early July. But uh, yeah, get, get a qualifier early, win the national championship, and you're guaranteed on the plane. Oh, fantastic! What, what, what at this stage, uh, Peter? What how many athletes are we expected to take to um, to, to Paris? Look, it probably it it'll depend, but it'll be somewhere. I think you know. We, I think from memory, we took sixty five to world champs last year, or sixty six. I think we potentially could see a similar number. Um, um, I think the AOC is talking about all athletes in, in that in that four four fifty to four eighty range. And but again, that'll be depending on sports and things. But quite a significant number. So yeah, certainly we've got our athletes are now qualifying. I can recall we when we used to send forty athletes. So we're certainly up on. Mm. previous Olympics and I think it'll be certainly more than 60 anyway which is pretty fantastic and a lot of those athletes will be in the top 16 top 8 and if you're in the top 8 that means you're in the final and anything can happen and uh, yourself uh, obviously with world championships I think it was just last year and Olympic year this year uh, busy man 
It's been, it, it is busy, but again, I have to say that the team's doing an incredible piece of work across all, all facets of our, our sport. So it doesn't come through just one person. It comes through, as I said before, the coaches are doing a fabulous job. We've got a great round of coaches in, in, in event league coaches. We've got individual coaches working with some of our top top athletes. Um, and then we've obviously got these program, these, these events here in Australia. We had Adelaide last weekend. We've got Melbourne tomorrow, of course. Got Canberra on the first week in March, and then Sydney on the twenty third of March, and then we pop into pop into Adelaide for the final final select final round this year in, uh, domestically. And as I said, if they can win that that event, they're on the plane automatically. Right. And what, what about the the the, um, the field top of the track and field? Uh, you, you know, I know we've got the the discus thrower there that uh, is the world champ. Quality javelin throwers. Uh, but it always seems to be someone that pops up that uh, we're unexpectedly in the Olympics that does really well. I mean, are we are we fine with the the field part of the athletes? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, if you look at Nicola Oli Sagas, she she jumped two oh three in in Canberra a couple of weeks ago. That's the highest best jump she's jumped in Australia. She was silver medalist at um, at Tokyo, and uh, so again, and so opportunity for Nicola. She's she's jumping tomorrow night. Really, really excited about that, and, and probably the best condition she's had of her life. Matt Denny is our distance man. Um, he um, certainly won the diamond league. Uh, Dummer League final last year, um, but and again he's got to try and rep, uh, do one better than he's done before. Seems like Olympic Games world champs he comes fourth. Mm. Tough place to come fourth, but uh, Matt's got a coach that, that he's working very closely with, and I, the coach is really helping him. And, and Matt seems quite confident. And so again tomorrow night, an opportunity to throw and demonstrate what he can do here in front of a home crowd. And uh, again, those athletes like that are certainly performing well, and uh, we'll see some. I think some good results tomorrow night, and then obviously that'll flow through through the rest of the season. Uh, a last one from Opoter. Um, your relationship, obviously, you've got uh, staff and coaches, but you sound like you have a, a lot of knowledge or a relationship with a lot of the uh, sports stars themselves. Do you have to? Do you have to do that, or do you make time for that? Um, I look. It comes. It comes with the comes with the territory, I suppose. And as over time, you, you get to meet all those those uh, athletes and the coaches. And uh, it's, it's. I often say to people, "This is this is the people who's doing this job." You know, you if you can't, I always say, if you can't represent your country, represent those that do. And uh, that's that's the job of administrators to do that and to clear away the obstacles. So the coaches and the athletes and, the, and their, their medicos and their other staff really get the job done and uh, make it as easy as possible because the world is pretty competitive. There's, there's 214 countries compete in track and field in the world, right? And uh, it's probably the most competitive, competitive Olympic sport there is. Um, and uh, from that point of view, we really have to work hard to just hold our ground on the on the on the world stage. And again, one of the one of the groups that I think we should always think about too is our walkers. Our walkers have been mm-hmm. going fabulous, fabulous, fabulously recently. Always, always been and, good. Uh, and Jemima Montag on, on on Sunday morning in Adelaide, she broke the women's under twenty k record, Australian record. So and she's got a silver medal last year in Budapest. So uh, again, people like Jemima and, and uh, others are really training hard. But again, they have to train even harder and be even better this year mm-hmm. when they get to Paris because it's, it's such a competitive sport, track and field. Yeah, you you would have been to Paris before, Peter. I'm guessing. Into the airport, that's about it. Is that it? Okay, well, look, that's probably as best as it gets, uh, in terms of this actual city here. That I, I don't rate it at all. So, I mean, hopefully the Olympics make it a bit better. 
I think it'll be, when you think about it, it's eight years since there's been Olympics with people in the stands. <laughs> right, yeah. That's a good point. Because, you know, so it, it's, I think it'll be, it'll be fabulous, really, because uh, obviously Tokyo was, was as COVID affected. So it hasn't been since uh, Rio that we actually were there, people were there uh, in the stands and, and lots of the support. And, and I know the athletes are talking about having their family and friends there mm. as was one of the great benefits this time that hasn't been the case in the past. It's just a pity it's in Paris. <laughs> well, it depends. And again, it's probably it's very unique because the last you've got to go back a fair ways. That, that there was there was an Olympic Games on in the European continent, and it's it's uh, again it's, it's it's again I think it's one thing that the Europeans do really well is athletics, track and field. So I think you'll you'll see some pretty amazing things happening there uh, over the course of that that. That two weeks or ten days we have for athletics. There's one quick one I forgot. How do we follow? I mean, we see a lot of the other sports are doing Netflix series and things like. That. How are we following Australian athletics? What's the best way to follow you? Seven Plus. We've got it. Got it all with Seven Plus. You can see it on Seven Plus, and uh, the Seven Seven's done a good job of uh, putting a catalogue of different events. So even if it's, you know, can't get to see it tomorrow night, you can go back and see it during the week or in the month's time, and you can also see previous stuff as well. So um, that'll be fantastic. Obviously. Lionel broadcast the Olympics uh, in Paris, and so there'll be some great opportunities there as well. And so it'll be it, unfortunately it'll be it'll be at midnight or whatever it is because it's our time is different. But again, uh, it'll be a great opportunity to to watch some of our athletes, and uh, I think you know, you'll only see some surprises. I think as well. Well, can't wait. We cannot wait, Pete. Uh, but uh, look, it all kicks off tomorrow night. Uh, Looking forward to it, mate. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time. I know you've got a meeting to get to, so really appreciate uh, you, that you gave us uh, this time, mate. So thank you. No, thank you, boys, and thank you for the opportunity. And again, tomorrow night, Albert Park, ticket tech, you get your tickets, come down, starts at seven, but try and the gates open at five, and I think we read, you'll see some amazing track and field. Oh, fantastic. We really appreciate it, mate. Thanks, Peter. Thanks very much. Fantastic. There's Peter Bromley. Athletics is in good hands, right? Uh, Athletics Australia CEO. I like the attitude if you can't represent your country, represent those who do.